0: All right, well, welcome everyone to another episode of What's the Point podcast, the podcast of Waypoint Church. Today, I'm joined by two very special guests, and I'll let them introduce themselves. I'm uh, Dan Curtis.
1: I'm Anne Wilkes.
0: Well, today we're talking about Celebrate Recovery. But before we dive into that, we have to start off with our icebreaker question. So our icebreaker question this afternoon is going to be, if... What would be your spirit animal, or what animal people say best represents you, or what do you think is an animal that best represents you?
2: A grouchy bear.
0: Now, grouchy (laughs) bear, is that that something that you come up for yourself, or has other people told you that? Oh, no. My wife has told me that. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I would have to say a German Shepherd. And why? Because, so the only experience I have with a German Shepherd is one that we had for for 14 years, um, and she was very very protective um like like a bear like mama bear Mm. but at the same time she'd like rip your face off if you messed with anybody in her family but at the same time she was extremely loving and if you were accepted into the home then she was uh she was like a mom she was just very loving and very caring and just wanted to take care of everybody
0: that's a great answer i have no idea I was going to go with uh, a chupacabra for funsies. But I feel like I shouldn't go with a mythological animal. So I'm going to switch it up on you guys. I'm going to go with, for me, I'm going to go with... uh, I'm going to go with... um, I got nothing. Uh, How about a... (laughs) Can't think of anything all of a sudden, you know. Because I feel like I don't want to be too bold and say something like I'm a lion, you know. But I don't want to say something like like weaker either. So I'm like, I don't know. I'm gonna go with the fox. A little, a little, little underrated, a little under the radar. But at the same time, uh, the fox is sneaky, a little clever. I'm gonna go with the fox. Okay. They're very
2: graceful animals. That's not me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you're talking a big fox. Yeah,
0: yeah. I want to go with a fox that's not graceful. <laughs> Maybe with a hurt paw. <laughs> oh, a fox with a hurt paw and a bad back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, I, I wanted to hear, I wanted the church to hear a little bit more about this new ministry that uh, Waypoint's really excited about, and um, kind of what it's about, why you have a heart for it. And what your visions and dreams, what God has placed in your heart for this ministry. So really briefly, and if you don't mind starting off, what is Celebrate Recovery?
1: Um, So in a nutshell, Celebrate Recovery is a 12-step program. It's it's just like AA. Um, As a matter of fact, everything is exactly like AA, um, except that um, we don't just focus on alcohol addictions. We focus on... Any hurt, habit, or hang up that um that you may have and it is Christ centered.
0: I like that hurt habit or hang up. Yes. I like that.
1: Yes. Um it's also Christ centered. Um we don't um want to say God as you see him, we directly point uh to Jesus Christ as our saving power and our higher power.
0: Mm, that's wonderful. So it's it's Sort of a program to help you with your hurts, hang-ups, and habits, Habits. Mm -hmm. but it's Christ-centered, focused on the Word of God. Yes. Wonderful. And how did you guys get involved with Celebrate Recovery? Um, What
2: makes you care about it? Um, I got involved in Celebrate Recovery at a church I was attending a number of years ago. I didn't know why I went. I mean, I don't drink. I never have. I've never used drugs. Um, But I just knew something was wrong. And I was able to face the reality that I hated myself, and I could move beyond that. I mean, it's a hugely healing ministry. Mm. Um, and you, 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 if you walk the steps, if you work the program, it, it will amaze you. The stuff that you, that you can drag up and get rid of, just the emotional and mental baggage is just tremendous. It's really changed my life. Wow, thank you for sharing that. that that's that's wonderful. Uh, what about you, Anne,
0: if you don't mind sharing?
1: Um, so I had received an email from the ministry leader uh, at the that was they had it at the church that I was attending at the time, and they were looking for volunteers. And I said, "Oh, absolutely, my life is perfect.
2: And I'm gonna
1: go help, quote unquote, those people." Um, and about halfway through the very first lesson on the very first night, uh, I was in tears and realized that I am those people. Um, I had an explosive anger issue that I didn't um, want to admit to anyone that I tried to cover up. Uh, my kids and my husband were walking on eggshells all of the time because I was uh, so angry and so bitter. Um, and so did the work, did the step study, and discovered that there was a lot of trauma and abuse in, in my past that I had covered up. and. Tried to hide that had made me very angry and bitter toward the world, basically, um, and so was able to clean all that out. And now we're just kind of dealing with some some other habits, bad habits. I've uh, just like got some perfectionism um, that we're dealing with and trying to be in control of everything and that kind of stuff. Wow,
0: that's so awesome! I love how both of you had an intention. Of helping, but you received the care and you received help in that process. And then, I think most profoundly, both of you realized that you're in need of grace. That you're a sinner in need of grace, mm-hmm. and absolutely. I think that's true. Sort of,
2: yeah, absolutely. That's
0: such a beautiful thing. I, I love. I love that. That's the testimony right now. And it's right off the top, that's the message. And what a message of the gospel that we all need to be reminded of. We're the sinners in need of grace. Yes. Yes, I love that. So, can I ask them? You said that it made you realize something about uh, about yourself and how you didn't love How did that? Like, what was it about it? What was it about the steps? What a little about the program that helped you make come to these realizations and help start changing your mindset and your heart?
2: Well, the the twelve step program is a very in depth self examination, sort of like um, this. I know this word has negative connotations, but sort of like a self interrogation. Mm-hmm. And when I first started, I didn't think it would work because this always works for other people, but it doesn't work for me. But I was willing to try. Um, And there were times it was scary. uh, But wow, talk about unloading a ton of baggage. In a later step study, I was able to face the fact that I was abused as a child. I was able to truthfully forgive my abuser, even though there'll never be any sort of uh, reconciliation or anything like that, I could forgive my abuser. And I dumped a ton of shame that I did not know I was carrying. Wow. Huge burden of shame. And my wife noticed. She said, yeah, you're different in a wow. good way. That's incredible.
0: Wow. It's just evident to the spirit at work to be able to to do that. That's incredible. I, I'm reading The Pilgrim's Progress. Um, my wife and I are with, our, with my boys. a kid's version of The Pilgrim's Progress. And when Christian is able to unleash, unload his burdens, that feeling, you know, and I just, that's what that reminds me of. It's just like, wow, I can like lift my shoulders up again. You know, this, when you carry that heavy burden off your back, all of a sudden your shoulders get high again. And that's just, that's the image I just had in my mind about that. That's awesome. And what about you? What, what was it about the program that made you, I don't know, that helped sh- form uh, this change in you?
1: It was, it was pretty much what Dan said. It's a, self, it's a self-interrogation. It's asking God to show me, search me and, and show me and see if there's any grievous ways in me and, mm. and lead me. Um, and when, you know, you, you can go into it and you can kind of just scratch the surface and just kind of sort of answer the questions. But if you really are, are honest with yourself. And, and allow God to to show you those things that are inside of you, um, then they just come to the light. And, and like you said, when it, it, it is kind of like that with the Christian. I didn't even realize how heavy the burden was until one day I was standing out in a parking lot and just all of a sudden felt like I could fly because I was so light.
0: Right. That's good. That's so good. Do you think—what um, is it about modern Christians in America—
2: that we don't do that. Right? I mean, don't you feel like that? We like to put on a face that, well, I've got Jesus in my heart and therefore everything's wonderful. And if you look at the disciples, you look at all of God's prophets, you look at John the Baptist, things didn't go so well for him. Um, I mean, we, we lie to ourselves and say, everything's perfect because we're followers in Jesus. And we put on a nice face and inside we're dying. And, Most people don't want to admit it or don't want to let other people know it because they'll think, I'm the only one that's like this. So many people in the church are just carrying around these huge burdens that they're terrified of other people finding out. And Celebrate Recovery is a safe place to be vulnerable and to lay those burdens down.
1: Mm -hmm. I think that that that's a lot of it is that... um you know, they're afraid of being judged, and they're also, like a lot of people think, uh, in my case, it was like I was the only one that felt this way. Mm-hmm. I'm the only one that this has ever happened to. And then as people started to tell their testimonies, I started to realize, oh, wait, there are a lot of other people that are just like me, mm-hmm. um, that that love Jesus, but are feeling the same things that I'm feeling, the same hurt and the same loneliness and the same burdens that I'm feeling. Um, and so, to realize that there were other people that felt like me and that understood what I was going through, um, really made a difference in my life. To know that, you know that that they're not judging me as well because we've all fallen short, and so it doesn't matter what you've done um, or what's been done to you. We've all fallen short. We've all had hurts. We've all hurt other people, um, and so just recognizing that. That that we can come to each other as a community, um, and and be able to to share those things. But yeah, just growing up and thinking that, hey, if I've got Jesus, everything's supposed to be rain rainbows and puppy dog kisses, and <laughs> no. it's not.
0: Yeah, Jesus did say it was a promise. He says in this life, in this world, mm-hmm. you will have trouble. Yeah. On top of that, he says the Holy Spirit's coming to be your counselor, your guide. But in that process, he says he's going to bring forth sanctification. Well, sanctification means he's changing you. He's transforming you from what you were. A
2: lot of times that process means digging into your junk. Mm -hmm. Well, and I believe that Celebrate Recovery is a tool, a pathway that God does use to reach into people's hearts. Um, It works. You follow the steps, it works.
1: If you work it.
2: If you work it, yes, if you follow the steps. And here's the beauty of it is when you fail in CR, when you fail, because you will, um, there's no shame in saying, I failed. I screwed up. Pick Mm -hmm. yourself up. There's no shame in coming back. We say that over and over. There is no shame in failing and coming back. Mm. That's
0: good.
1: Yeah, the Father's arms are always open. Mm.
2: Yes. That's good.
0: So... For us at Waypoint Church, we're trying to launch Celebrate Recovery for the first time at this church. For most people, this is something new. Mm-hmm. They've never heard of Celebrate Recovery before. Um, it's still to them, probably this podcast might be the first time they're really hearing more about it. What would you say to those people like, well, what could I do to help? How could I help? I mean, what, what do I have to offer?
2: What would you say to them? Show up and open your heart. Mm-hmm. Because this, again, this is a sort of ministry that people like Anne's story, she came in wanting to help and and everything and realized, oh, I need help. And once you've been through CR for a while, once once you're well on your way to recovery, then you realize, I can help other people with this problem that I have, with that problem that I have. I can identify with this person who's really struggling and help them along. So uh, people who wish to help, Spread the word. Let people know that this, there is a recovery ministry at Waypoint Church, mm. and it's called Celebrate Recovery.
0: That's good. You know, we live in a society, culture of people now, I would say more than ever before, addicted. Uh, whether it's to substances, um, to Internet images, mm-hmm. to whatever it may be. There's a lot out there now because I think they're searching. We're all searching, yeah. right? And there's often a lot of hurt that we're responding to. And so I think the role of the church that we've said over and over again in one of my sermons is that we're the older brother that's supposed to go after the younger brother. And so I think celebrate recovery in my mind, and this is my heart's vision as you shared it with me, this is the older brother trying to reach the younger brother.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this is a world that is crying out for meaning, for recognition. And it you see it coming out in all sorts of strange ways because society has been saying, you're meaningless. Mm. And people want to matter. And p—and pe- you have to dig down into your heart and realize you do matter. No matter how depraved and wretched you think you are, you are still created in the image of Almighty God. That's right. Um. And God already knows you can't disappoint God. He knows already. Mm-hmm. All you can do is turn to Him.
1: So celebrate recovery. Um, we call everybody a, we're a forever family because once you're in, you're you are part of the family. Even if you you know feel like you have um, taken care of whatever your issue is and you go away for a while, if you ever come back, you're totally part of the family. Um, something that that you used to say all the time is that the human condition is is to be known. Um, And to be loved, uh, to be truly known, not just to, you know, hey, you're Lawrence and I know your name, but like to be truly known um, all of your your the good, the bad and the ugly. And when we come in to celebrate recovery, that's what we're doing. Um, We're laying out all of the skeletons that are in our closet and for all of these people to see. And, and they still love us, they still care, because God still loves us and God still cares. And so it's just a place to, um, to be completely known and to still be completely loved.
2: It's a place you don't have to hide. And it's a place I've also found that you get really, really close to the people you work with. I mean, it's men work with men and women work with women. But you get really, really close to the people you work with, if you want some connections, if you're just kind of feeling like you're lost and out there, celebrate recovery is one great way to to connect with other people and with yourself.
0: I love that some of the key terms and phrases and words that you guys have been throwing out there, like connection, you know you are known, family uh, it's a process these These are things that the church should be providing mm-hmm. and we acknowledge as a church in this culture that we we strive at Waypoint Church to do most of these things, but we do need places where we can, for, to dive deep at times, where into the deep hearts and a safe place. Sometimes small groups and community groups, we love them, but they're kind of big. We invite people to come in and out of those; they feel a little not the place where you can do some of the hardcore digging. I feel like Subway Recovery could be that place for those people who are like, man we got some deep stuff that we really want to dig into. you know. Let's, let's go into that stuff. Mm-hmm. I love it, I love that as an option. But I also love, is there, would you say, in this community, in this area, is there a, a noticed need for this? Are there other Celebrate recoveries in this area already?
1: Um, so there are no Celebrate recoveries in this area. There is one in um, North Durham, uh, there are several in the Wake County area. There are none in Orange County, there's none in West Durham, there are none in this area at all. Wow.
0: So there are no Celebrate Recoveries in the Southwest, Durham, Chapel Hill, Correct. Orange, yeah. Correct.
1: I've been reaching out to some of the uh, Celebrate Recoveries in Wake County and um, their leaders are almost giddy like little boys. Um, because they're, they're excited when I tell them where we are because they have people from like Carborough and, um, and other places that are near us that are calling them wanting to know if there are any Celebrate recoveries that they can go to because you know, it's just too far to drive in the middle of the week you know, to Raleigh for them. And, um, and so they're really excited that, that we're where we are because there's nothing here. Wow.
0: I mean, what, a, what an op- opportunity for Waypoint Church to be the older brother, to be the hands and feet of Jesus, to offer up something like this. I want to thank you guys for taking this initiative upon yourself to, to bring this forth. What's the dream? What's the vision of Celebrity Recovery at Waypoint
2: Church? For me, it would be to see a strong, healthy, sustaining chapter that produces new leadership so, the, so we can rotate the leadership so it's not somebody's show. So that nobody is indispensable. Um and where people know they can come for healing. They know they can find healing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I want I want people to come to know Jesus yes. and to know that Jesus is the rock at the bottom. When they hit when you hit rock bottom, it just just realize that you've hit Jesus and, and it's um he's where you find healing. That's
0: good. Yeah, you know, for, for me. When, when Ann first came to me and started talking about self recovery, the reality is anytime there's any ministry idea, my natural heart is always to say yes anyway. So I'm the yes guy. People know to come to me if you want yes. <laughs> but really, what really captured my heart for me is I just love being able to have a gospel-saturated ministry that's going to help people receive true healing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: You know, I think sometimes in a, a reality, is a lot of the cultural churches that that exist in this world, and I'm I'm guilty of this myself, is that we often try to like instead of going into the root system of a of a tree, we just tell the tree to start stapling good fruit on there, mm. instead of yeah. really diving into it and making, seeing why why we're not producing good fruit or why the fruit are bad, and realizing there's there's disease there's there's rot in this root system. Mm-hmm. What we do is we just try to staple good fruit to the tree.
1: That's a good analogy. Yeah. And I don't
0: want to do that. I don't want to do that. I want us to be people who dig into the roots and let the gospel, let the Holy Spirit dive into our dark places, in the deeply shine light of truth and hope and love. And our root system is so healthy because we're now attached. See, now I'm going to switch it a little bit. And we now become the branch that's attached to the vine and there's life that flows forth. And so Celebrate Recovery is, seems to be a, a beautiful expression of that, and I want to see the lost know Jesus. Yeah.
1: yeah, Absolutely.
0: So I'm excited. Waypoint Church, as you're listening to this, I'm excited about what Celebrate Recovery is, is and what it's gonna do. It needs support. So what are ways, uh, how, very practically, how can people support, how can people be a part, how can people help, what can they do?
1: Uh, first of all, pray. Um, we we need a lot of prayers Um, it has been very obvious uh, from the get-go since our first conversation in 2020 um, that this is not something that the enemy wants Mm -hmm. for us to do Um, we've we've uh, encountered one snag after another Um, so so just absolutely just pray pray for wisdom and discernment on our part, uh, but but we do need we do need some leaders. If anyone is has been through Celebrate Recovery, um, and and would like to to help with with the leadership, even if it's just temporary, um, we I'd love to talk to you. Mm. Um, if anybody wants to talk more, um, either Dan or I would love to have coffee and. Sorry, I just threw you under the bus. I hope. (laughs) No, that's okay. I I assume you like talking about it. No, Um, I do. That's why I'm here. um, So you know, we would love to have coffee and and talk some more about it. Um, But those are those are really the key.
0: Do you have to be this qualified,
2: seminary trained Bible
0: leader? (laughs) You
2: need to recognize that you're broken and you want healing through Christ
1: and that other people are broken, and you need to just accept people the way that they are. So in other that's words, you it. need to
2: believe the gospel? That
1: absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, absolutely. If you want to lead, it would be a good idea to believe the gospel. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, but, but I mean,
0: that's what it sounds like. I was like you need to yeah. believe that you're broken, and other people are broken, and they need Jesus. That's what we should all believe yes. if you truly know
2: the gospel. Yeah. Yeah, why did he die on the cross if we're all in such wonderful shape? Mm. Seriously. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he died because we're all broken. We are all separated from God apart from him.
1: But you don't need to believe in Jesus to come to get help. No, oh, no we're but... going to tell you why you want to believe Jesus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's good.
1: But in order to initially come, you don't need to believe Jesus. That's
0: good. So then, okay, the, the next step for somebody. Let's say, wow, I'm I'm praying for this ministry. This sounds wonderful. What's my next step? To, how do I how do I get involved? I just email you, one of you guys.
1: Sure. Yeah, shoot, shoot me an email, give us a call.
0: And that email address is what?
1: Ann at Wilcoast.net. Is that easy enough?
0: It's easy <laughs> enough. I might want to spell Wilcoast for them, though.
1: Oh, W-I-L-K-O-S.
0: Yep. Ann at Wilcoast.net. Mm-hmm. And then when are we looking to start this?
1: June 27th. That's a Tuesday, right? Tuesdays. So we're going to so. be doing Tuesday nights um, at 7 o'clock. And we will start at seven. So you might want to get here a few minutes early so your butt's on the chair. <laughs> so we're not used to starting on time at Waypoint.
2: No. <laughs> no. It's, it, okay. So we're starting at 10 minutes before seven, Waypoint standard time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow, if, I, if
0: it was Waypoint standard, I'd say like 15 minutes before seven. <laughs> well, that's great. What are ways that people can be praying?
1: Uh, discernment that that we have the wisdom and discernment to lead well um neither dan or i have have been leaders in anything like this before and so we're stepping out um in uh an area that we're uh this is kind of out of our comfort zone
2: yeah it's it's a bit of a reach for both of us so yeah we we absolutely need prayer uh, protection from the enemy he would love to derail this um Prayers that to, that remind us of what John the Baptist said. He must increase. I must decrease. Mm-hmm. This is not about us. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's good. Not about us.
1: That's right. For me personally, um, one of the things that I have had to remember is that this is not my ministry. It is God's ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, because I I do struggle with perfectionism. Um, I want everything to be perfect. And, and I have fears of things not being perfect. And so... Um, I have to. I have to constantly remind myself that it's God's ministry, and He's going to take care of it. Mm-hmm. It's and okay, it's,
2: and it's a ministry made up of imperfect people. Right? Surprise.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, that's good. Well, thank you both so much for sharing your your passion, your heart, and for leading this ministry. Your vulnerability is has been felt, and um, I just really appreciate the way that you're doing what God calls you to do. Our prayer as Waypoint, as staff, and as elder team is that this will be used to see many come to know the Lord. Yes. Probably. We want to see his kingdom advance and people will be healed Absolutely. by Jesus.
1: Absolutely.
0: So I want to thank you guys again, and thank you for listening to the, the podcast. If you have any questions, please contact Anne at worldcoast.net. And um, if you forget that, just contact the church office at office at waypointrdu.com or contact me. And then i will see you on a Sunday morning. If you just ask around and say, who's Celebrate Recovery? Where's Anne? Anne will find you. I love you guys. Have a great day.
1: Bye-bye.
0: See ya.